again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. It's great to be back and talking again. I'm Chris Levine, and I'm going to be your host again this time around. Thank you for coming and enjoying this episode. This time, we're going to talk about the concept of the groupthink. This was suggested by one of our listeners. We thank you so much. If you have ideas for this show, let us know on our website. We'll get into the address later. But what is a group think? Well, one definition is this. It's a practice of thinking or making decisions as a group in a way that discourages creativity or individual responsibility. Now, this kind of goes all over the place psychologically. It touches communication studies, political science, management, and organizational theory. In 1952... A man named William H. White first coined the term groupthink in regards to all of what we're going to be talking about, basically. So what are the top characteristics of groupthink? Let's go over a few together. One is an illusion of invulnerability. Another one is an illusion of unanimity. There's the pressure to conform. Intentional close-mindedness, isolation of a group, and pressure to self-censor. Now, as this is and always will be a pop culture therapy podcast, we're going to look at some historical, some real, some cinematic examples of this concept. There's a lot. Uh, Here's a real example from not too, too long ago that happened, and it's very sad. I'm not glamorizing the sadness. I'm just illustrating what a groupthink is. Despite warnings from engineers about some real concerns regarding the mechanics of the space shuttle Challenger, NASA chose to ignore the warnings. They did not want to postpone the launch of the shuttle. That was high priority. So they group thought the concept that, hey, listen, our initial testing was proof enough to support the fact that the Challenger is going to work. So they didn't listen when the mechanics told them we may want to spend some more time on this. Well, what happened? Unfortunately, NASA was wrong. Within minutes of liftoff, the space shuttle got destroyed, killing all seven members on board. Very sad. Uh, How about a movie example? Here's one, 1957, 12 Angry Men. It's an example in a movie of how consensus building can lead to faulty judgment. The movie revolves around a jury of 12 men who have to decide whether a person was guilty beyond reasonable doubt because to indict the criminal, the decision of the jury must be unanimous. That gets a little shaky. What if I don't feel like being on a jury anymore and I just agree with the majority just because I want to go home? Who cares what's going to happen to this person? That can happen 
that is a groupthink mentality. The website Psychologini says this as well. It says, if we look at social media today, the mass input we get from different nations leads us to believe that if everyone does it, it must be right. Here's an example in pop culture. Remember the ice bucket challenge? Well, it started out as an attempt to raise awareness and charity, but then it just kind of ended up being a popularity stunt done by thousands across the globe. Many who completely forgot the real idea behind the whole challenge. This is groupthink in action. People pouring buckets of ice over each other's head and not clearly knowing why, because they saw celebrities do it. Essentially, in a nutshell, a groupthink is a big scientific term for the basic teenage lament. Everyone else is doing it, so why can't I? Maybe we know that it's a group thing, but we still feel we can't control it. It's just been thrust upon us. Like, uh, you remember the Synchronicity 2 lyrics by the, by the police? Packed like lemmings into shiny metal boxes. Contestants in a suicidal race. Now, there is other ways of looking at expanding one's thinking. And a group think to me is way different, for example, than the concept of the yield or yielding. Now, yielding is being willing to change your opinion to do what collectively is perceived is best. Isn't that the same thing? Nope. See, why I agree with yielding is because I know by all means that I can completely be wrong. Here's what the difference is. Yielding is a conscious decision to adjust my own thinking. It's not pressure. It's not a mob mentality telling me to do it. It's not guilt or fear changing me. It's me changing me by choice. I find that healthy because any of us at any given time can be wrong. Psychology Today comments on the opposite of yielding, which is again the groupthink. It states that to recognize groupthink, it's useful to identify the situations in which it's most likely to happen. When is that? Here's some examples. Let's say a group feels threatened, either physically or through threats to their identity. They may start to develop an incredibly strong us versus them mentality. This can prompt members to accept group perspectives even when those perspectives don't necessarily align with their own honest-to-God personal views. That's not yielding. That's a group thought. Groupthink may also occur in situations in which decision-making is rushed, like with the Challenger shuttle. To minimize the risk, it's critical to allow time for issues to be fully discussed, to make time for this, and for as many group members as possible to have some input in something, to share their thoughts. You see, diversity, both demographic diversity and diversity of thought, has been shown to reduce the possibility of groupthink. 
group members' different backgrounds, beliefs, or personality traits can all spawn unique ideas that can inspire innovation. But it's only going to work this way. See, it's critical, though, that all group members, regardless of their position or demographic, be allowed to contribute, to bring something to the table, to a group decision-making process. So what do I take from this? Yielding, outstanding. Brainstorming, outstanding. Groupthink, in many cases, not so great. Every angry mob you've ever seen or heard of was essentially a groupthink scenario. Most racism scenarios are essentially groupthink situations. Think of it this way. Let's take you, let's say you take three little children of three cultures with three distinct skin colors. You put them all in a sandbox with some toys. You know what's going to happen with those kids? They're going to play. The end. Yes, they may notice the physical differences among themselves. But you know what? That's not a problem because there are physical differences. They are all unique to each other. And they're acknowledging this is just a product of innocent curiosity. That's not a bad thing. But now let's say that one of the children's parents practice and verbalize a groupthink mentality around that child that people with a different skin tone are less than they are. Are, are inferior to them. Now you may have a potentially, if not already there, racist child that became that way because of the group think going on all around them in their little world that they didn't choose, which is very sad. Do we need this? Really, the world is bad enough without increasing the whole Lord of the Flies possibilities into it even more than it already is everywhere. Rumors are another thing that create possible groupthink scenarios. You know, I heard people from other countries eat this. Or I was told that this culture are all identical in this exact specific way. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. That's a, it's a true story. It's very sad and it's very dumb. You're, I'm dumbing you down for this next piece. But this literally happened to me. And so I'm passing it along because I can't think of a better example off the top of my head than this one. I remember one time I was having a nice discussion with someone who knew my religious affiliation, but theirs was different than mine, which is just fine. After the conversation, I shook his hand. This guy stopped in his tracks and literally lit up and said, well, what do you think? I looked at him. I had no idea what he was talking about. Eventually, he told me that his pastor told him that people who believe like I do, see, we all feel we can know all about a person including their potential salvation, just by shaking their hand. 
I looked at him and said, are you kidding? In the little bit that you've known me, do you really think that I feel that I can do that? He sheepishly said no, but that again was what his pastor told him. It got me thinking, I wonder what would have happened if his pastor, in addition, said that people who believe like me, oh, we all believe we can fly, or, or we're all from, we all believe we're from another planet, or we're all reincarnated cats that came back as humans. Would this guy have believed it? I'm going to say yes, because his pastor's word to him was gold. So no matter what criminally insane thing this guy told him, he, per a group think mentality, was going to believe it. So let's then wrap this one up with this. It's good to be certain of a belief before you really define it as a belief. It's great to find common ground with people whenever possible. But if you hear something about a person or a group or a culture or a religion or a nationality or a race, do not believe the hype until you have any honest reason to do so. And listen, just because a room full of people that have your exact life experience and that coincidentally all look just like you, claim something to be the truth, that means nothing. Do your homework. Find out for yourself. Test yourself. And then when you believe in something, it's based on fact, and you can honestly say that you really believe something. That's my advice to you. Do your homework. But you have other options. For example, if you don't want to go that route, I'll give you something that you can start spreading around right now. You can tell people if you want that grapes are used in some countries as weapons to half-heartedly toss at the cats of one's enemies. Hey, maybe it'll catch on. You got my permission. Run with it. Knock yourself out. We once again have arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist that is meant to musically complement our theme. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast groupthink playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash groupthink. Got 10 songs for you. Here we go. Track number one. You ever heard of the band That Dog? Well, this is that band. The song is called In the Back of My Mind. I remember when this record came out that this particular song was on. I thought that if if the 90s MTV cartoon character Daria and her friends started a band, that it would probably sound exactly like this band, That Dog. Number two, Pretty Vacant by the Sex Pistols. Number three, The House Martins with Think for a minute. Number four is Blind, Dumb, Deaf by the Cocteau Twins. Number five is the outstanding Funkadelic. And the song is Super Stupid. Number six, The Lurkers with Ain't Got a Clue 
Number seven, the iconic band Hawkwind with the song Brainstorm. Number eight, Must Have Got Lost by the Jay Giles Band. Number nine is the band Slade with Mama, We're All Crazy Now. And number 10 is Cat Power with I Will Follow. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast-Groupthink. We would like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in two, two more amazing places whose names I'm going to destroy, and I, I please forgive me in advance. There's the Schleswig-Holstein Germany group that are listening there. We've got a big percentage that hit there, so thank you so much for listening. And from the Provincia de Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic, those of you in that area that are listening to our show, we couldn't be happier to have you. Welcome to Refresher. My voice is almost back, people. It is almost back. I'm sorry you have to listen to, to, the, to the choppiness in the meantime, but I have to keep doing this. You know, this show simply would not exist without you. Uh, if you could all do me a huge favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you would like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. You can also check out our website for everything and anything refresher at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. You can get your refresher shirts there, your refresher gear. All of my books are there. Links to every one of the awesome friends of our show that are so, so important to this show. And as we mentioned before, you can write us there and let us know if there's topics you want to hear. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it's completely written by Mr. John Villafuerte. So until next time... This is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Don't clown, just get down. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.